0: Warning, we're going to be discussing events for currently running weekly anime.
1: If you want to avoid spoilers for certain shows, there are timestamps in the description. Well, hello. How nice of you to join us, everybody. I'm Jay, the resident artist, and this is Rex, our resident goofball. Welcome to the spring 2018- 2019. Week. Oh, yeah. Artists can't remember what
0: fucking year it is.
1: <laughs> yes. Also,
0: what the hell is goofball supposed to mean?
1: I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i just thought it was funny anyway Does welcome you back feel classy
0: here. holding the holding the glass of wine in your hand
1: you're some kind of big shot i absolutely do thank you for asking anyway so welcome to the spring 2019 week one episode of the time sync anime podcast it's good to be back everybody and here we are in a new season and a pretty late this is going to be a pretty laid back first episode actually
0: yeah it's i mean it's pretty much the same as last season there's not a huge amount of stuff out there was there's more out out this season in the first week than there was last season i think there's like two shows yeah something that like that out.
1: and to be fair though a couple of the shows that aired this week were also short form shows we'll be talking about those eventually but well i mean like yeah
0: we'll, we'll be talking about them this week but we'll probably won't be talking about it much afterwards because short form shows don't Make yeah, for good talking points most of the time.
1: Yeah, it's just oh, this
0: happened. Yeah, so our uh, apologies for sound sounds a little off. We're testing out some new stuff. We got a, a new sound setup going on. New, more microphones. Yeah, more um, microphones. More programs with which to process
1: the audio, so it might sound inconsistent at some points. We are we are going to try and get used to this new setup. I'm looking forward to the new challenge here. But anyway, so new season, new audio setup. Let's get right to business. So what are new the news? New news. Uh, so we got the the
0: promised Neverland English trailer recently dropped. And uh, I think we talked about this earlier that it's going to be on Toonami. Oh, yeah. Uh, confirmed. And um, well, without going into the whole cast, we got uh, Erica Mendez as Emma. No surprise um, there. Which uh, Ryuko Megumin, off the top of my head, she's uh, been in a lot. Let's yeah, just yeah, put it simple. Yeah, Uh. Retsuko, uh yep. Uh, Jeannie Jeannie Torado uh, as Norman, which uh, recently she's played Kuro- uh, Kokoro in Darling in the Franks and oh. uh, Rico in I think yeah Love Live Sunshine. I think it was mm, okay. And then we got Laura Stahl as Ray, which as far as I can tell. Based on looking things up, this is her first big role that she's oh. done before. I, I don't know what what else she's done that's
1: of note. Well, that'll be interesting. Like I have, uh, as we, if for people who watched us last season, you would know that uh, that Promise Neverland was probably it was certainly my favorite show last season. I think. Yeah,
0: it was really good. Yeah, it, it, it like it, obviously one of my one of the best like suspense shows to drop in a while
1: yeah like absolutely it this is it just hit all the right notes we're going to go more in depth about that when we revisit it in our uh, winter 2019 review which will be dropping in a couple weeks so mm-hmm. anyway I I have not but getting back to the whole dub news I have not heard any of the dub trailer stuff yet Erica Mendez is Emma that makes a lot of sense it it just does yeah
0: spunky little girl
1: exactly <laughs> Um and I have high, and if the, I wonder the one I'm most interested in is Ray because Ray was my favorite character in the show, like hands down. So I hope the English voice does does him justice.
0: I thought the trailer sounded pretty good.
1: Um, I haven't I seen heard? the trailer yet. We'll probably link that in the video. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, down in the description below. Uh, speaking of trailers, uh, Trigger just dropped a new Promare trailer,
1: which I. I'm so goddamn excited! It looks kick-ass. Okay, yeah, I agree. It was very, it's very, very trigger. So about what you yeah. expect, <laughs> lots of co- lots of like bright, flashy colors, lots of like really over-the-top character designs. One of the characters just looks like Kamina. Like, yeah, let, the main not, character. Looks he looks like, like Kamina. Comedy, yeah. let, let's not mince words. He looks like Kamina. Like spiky blue hair, kind of a kind of a buzz cut on the side, but yeah. It's coming now. Let's not joke around. But just judging from the trailer, I was not at that panel that you were. uh, Oh yeah,
0: though I went to a live drawing panel for Kamori Con last last year. year. Yeah, and well, I mean, okay, so it was like they said live drawing panel. There was no live drawing. (laughs) I'm assuming maybe they planned for that, but they uh, it was it ended up just being a here. Look at Promare and look at what it's going to be, and here's some. The, uh, inter- uh, interviews from like the the casts and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if, if you haven't seen it, the link for the trailers in the description below as well. So yeah, definitely check that out. from is on top of my list to see in theaters.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I, I like next month. Oh, oh yeah, it is next month. Like yeah. uh, ap- uh, May, not April. It's April now. May twenty fifth. I want to say is when it said that it was uh, debuting at least in Japan.
0: Yeah, probably be a little while after that for America.
1: Yeah, probably. Any other news? Uh,
0: no. It's okay, pretty, not not a lot going on this week.
1: Well, that sounds about right. We're starting off the kind of just uh, the season is just kind of lulling us in, lulling us into a nice steady pace. We're f- we're blooming slowly and beautifully, like. Like cherry blossoms.
0: Yeah, and then give it a few weeks and all the rain's gonna come down. Yeah, all the
1: rain's gonna come down and make the cherry blossoms look all disgusting and crowding the streets. Like, because that's how do in the Pacific Northwest. So, anyway, on to shows for this week. For starters, we're just going to be carrying over a little bit from last week because most shows... Last season. Or last season, and also technically last week, but... Anyway, so we're going to be starting with some of the shows that either have carried over from uh, Winter 2019 or have absolutely concluded. Then we're going to be talking about the new shows for this season that have officially started. So, without further ado, JoJo Golden Wind. Well, really quick, uh, door to door. Oh, right. Yeah. So, there was no episode of Dodoro this week. Uh, Yeah,
0: just just bring that up real quick. Yeah. Uh, They're taking a break for a week, is what it seemed like.
1: Which, that's totally fine with me. Like, kind of uh, get just 12 episodes in. Yeah, a lot of
0: shows do that in between seasons.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In between course, indeed. So, back to Jojo Golden Wind. So... Trish finally gets her stand, and we call and I called it last week. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be call- what it was. It's Spice Girl, but no, they're calling it Spicy Lady. Spicy
0: Lady. Uh, Spicy Lady. That's probably my favorite uh, <laughs> fake, fake name. name. Yeah, for a stand so that,
1: far. That's that's pretty funny. <laughs> like, uh, I wonder what Guns and Roses would be if they had one. Like revolvers and tulips. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so. Interesting thing about uh, Trisha's stand, like, it's very rare to see a stand that is as eloquent as it is, and actively interacts with, uh, and actively interacts with the user on such a, with such a rapport. Like, we've seen it before, like, Koichi's Echoes kind of does that in Act Mm 3, and... uh, and, and s- the sex pistols do that. Yeah, like, two in a lesser. That's the only extent. ones I can think of, really. But, yeah, like most of the time, it's, you see, like they're not nearly as eloquent. Like, look, it said Star Platinum. Ora ora is all it says. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean, Star Platinum. Like, I think he kind of interacted with um, with, jo- with jo- J Jotaro. Yeah, yeah, Joe Taro. Yeah, in the beginning, a little bit, like when he's first learning about it. Mm-hmm. At least, that's kind of what it seemed. Well, yeah, like, she was having, like, a full-on conversation.
1: Yeah, which I just thought was really interesting. And it's not something that, like, there are examples where it uh, where there are, is evidence of the contrary with it. But, point being, it was just kind of bizarre seeing it have, like, such a, like, such a conversation. Like, a very eloquent conversation, rather than just, I'm hungrier. Oh no, me <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, yeah,
0: the ability is...
1: Not, Weird.
0: it's not super complicated, at least, I mean, I guess maybe that's what they're making it out to be, because from what we can see now, she just turns stuff into soft, rubbery substances.
1: Yeah, about, and to quote, uh, to quote what the, uh, what Spice Girl called, said, was, making things softer makes them harder to break than diamonds. Very nice callback to the, uh, previous Diamond se- is unbreakable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah. think, I don't know if that was intentional, and if it was, that's actually really funny, I think, but, uh, but yeah. It that's a really interesting way that they went about it. It was just, like this whole this whole fight with Notorious Big has been a really kind of tense situation because this because this thing in particular, as I said last week, feels like something out of a freaking body horror movie.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I I liked how
0: uh Notorious Big was. I like how its weakness was, Mm -hmm. was that when it hit things that weren't moving, it took damage. Oh, yeah. Because that was really cool, because it makes sense, because it matches its speed Mm -hmm. to however fast the other things go. Oh, yeah, and the
1: whole rules of physics thing. Yeah, so
0: if it, if it, if it, if it matches its, or if it's going really fast to something it can't match its speed to, then it's just like, oh, fuck, (laughs) it just hits the wall, and it, like, it didn't even hit that, hit the wall that hard, it just, like,
1: splattered Yeah, it sure sounded like it hit it really hard.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't look like it
1: yeah no kidding the uh the other really cool thing about this and about this stand was uh like it definitely like most of the time we've seen with stands like stands are supposed to be sort of like a reflection of a person's like inner personality and stuff like that um and this definitely is the rebellious side of trish like the one that is kind of tired of running away and just being useless and how and it was really cool like just moves slower than the second hand Glock, but with the strength of a vice, and then he just oh. like digs in with the pipe.
0: Just imagine like having a pipe stabbed into you slowly and just oh. mixing
1: you around. Oh god, yeah. Ugh, God. And that's when we get introduced to the the spicy lady, mm-hmm. as she referred to her as she referred to herself. Or rather how the subtitles referred to her. Uh Yeah,
0: she went from like very meek to being pretty big badass in
1: No, I I liked it. Like I've been uh and it's definitely, like, she's filling a Bakio shoe, not a Bakio, fucking Fugo shoes and then some. <laughs> like, because that's really what she's kind of serving as at this point. Kind of a bit of a placeholder, like, for a Fugo, I think. Or at least somebody to sort of even out the party.
0: Yeah, well, they got a group pose together.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was super cool. And I was just <laughs> imagining,
0: like, the the, like, Indian thing of, like friendship with uh rajesh is ended uh, this guy is not my best friend <laughs> like, friendship with fugo ended <laughs> oh yeah it was, uh, I... it was it was pretty cool how she i mean i got, it was kind of hand-wavy i think but it was cool how uh like it was uh, big was going to try to attach itself to um arm and then she was just like rah, 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 and then just knocked
1: it away i was like yeah. okay um, Maybe she turned her hands into rubber or something. That Yeah, probably. I imagine so. But then they inadvertently created a sea monster. Oh yeah, well, I
0: love that. <laughs> like, uh, they've done this before, like with the, the with, face rock. Yeah, the face rock. In is Unbreakable. <laughs> that was just like an urban legend. I looked it up and it wasn't a real thing. At least not that I could see off the internet. Mm-hmm. It, it might have been like something you'd have to look in, look into very deep.
1: Yeah, or it was just something that... Uh, that's what's his face wanted to actually just make up because screw it. Looks yeah. Funny. <laughs> uh,
0: the also her, her wannabe. Yeah. Cry is a fucking Spice Girls song.
1: That's what I thought. Like I, w- I was thinking that I was like, wannabe, isn't it just a Spice Girls song? Yeah. The, if you want to be my love. Okay. It is. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's really funny. Really clever. Yeah. Really stupid. But that's Jojo. And then obviously her
0: arrivederci.
1: Was, yeah, that was that was, was cool. cool. Uh because and it's interesting because Bucciarati had done much of the same before, like when in the fight against baby uh, Babyhead, I think. No, not babyhead, somebody on the train. Babyface. Was it Babyface? Yeah.
0: Okay. It was Babyface. I think Babyhead was the was translation. The, yeah,
1: okay. That that makes sense. Anyway, but then there's the bigger part of the episode where we get to see more what the boss is doing. And seeing, like, just how much he's, like, looked into this and, like, actually is, like, panicking about it. It's actually really cool to see. Like, if he find if she finds out where this place is and Abakio is able to replay it with Moody Blues, then she'll be able to figure out it was me who took the picture there.
0: Yeah, I didn't expect Moody Blues to be such a prominent part of the story. Because
1: it, it feels like they're using it
0: a lot where they would be stuck if they didn't have it otherwise. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I it's a really useful stand ability. It's just like not a combat stand, really. Oh, absolutely
1: not. Although we have seen uh, we have seen Abakio use it, like use the stand specifically in combat. But yeah, the ability itself is not very combat oriented in the
0: slightest. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the episode is a- episode ends with the boss heading off to stop the gang or yeah. destroy the statue or something. Yeah,
1: he basically basically kind of adapting the whole if you can't if you want it done right, you have to do it yourself sort of mentality because he said. I can't let my subordinates handle this.
0: Well, it, the thing is, he's going to have to do it sneakily because he even acknowledged himself back in the the original part where they fought him. He couldn't take them all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is no that, that's the reason he retreated in the first place. So maybe another conflict next episode. We still haven't seen uh, Hitman Squad leader guy in a while. Yeah, either. we haven't seen
1: Risotto for a while. Mm. Like, does he exist, even?
0: So uh, next up is the finale of The Magnificent Kotobuki which uh, turned out to be a uh, it was an all right finale like yeah. okay i i i would say overall i i definitely can't say the show was great
1: mm-hmm. but i had so much fun with it yeah absolutely i had a i had a lot of fun with the show too and i think the finale at least the final few minutes felt like particularly well deserved and it was an enjoyable ending it was an enjoyable finale it was I, what i expected for a finale for yeah, this show
0: yeah i i have one complaint uh that being I didn't really care much about the side characters, mm-hmm. like um, yeah, what's her face, Naomi, yeah, and then the two guy pilots, yeah, because and, uh, and Naomi,
1: so- we'd only seen like a couple episodes beforehand,
0: yeah, and all of a sudden they're getting married, which I understand life or death situations put you in a higher emotional state, but that just seemed like a dumb yeah, plot sus- point,
1: the suspension bridge effect, pretty oh. much. Although, all, but all the, uh,
0: content with the Kotobuki core specifically, I loved in the, in this oh, episode. Absolutely.
1: Like the dog fights were
0: amazing.
1: As, as is par for the course with this show, yeah. like seeing all the different tactics and stuff. Some of the craziest, like craziest, most bizarre tactics I think I've seen with it. Like, like uh,
0: dipping your, the tail of your plane in the water to go backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dipping, doing that. Like, uh, Isao's like, a... House uh, assistant basically calling in a crane to chop off the wing of one of the pilots' <laughs> planes, uh, like Rayona freaking going in reverse to like jam the guy's repellers and cause them to basically explode this and cause them to go crash. Down. Yeah, <laughs> that,
0: minus their suicide.
1: Exactly. Um, I think that just all this stuff, and then. Achillie's, like, sweet, like, backflip, sort of, like, flying oh, over somebody, man. just shooting her That the was, whole time. That
0: was very hand-wavy, because it's like, her plane got shot to shit, and she's like, I'm gonna keep flying anyways, because the power of friendship.
1: Because the power of friendship, <laughs> and the power of, um, my mentor told me to, yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs>
0: but definitely in the moment, I was just, it was really cool. I,
1: yeah, and I will say this, like, had they... Like, had they actually kind of explored Isao more as a character, like, I could definitely, like, and actually kind of shown more to his motivations, I could have actually seen him as a more, like, threatening villain. Like,
0: yeah, they definitely, like, played him off as really goofy, and then in the end, all of a sudden, they kind of made him into a more serious villain. Yeah. Which they definitely should have, yeah. Took a longer time to.
1: Like,. they should have, what what they should have done is explain more about the fucking holes in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And why Isao was so obsessed with them. Like, what caused him, like, what caused him exactly to be so obsessed with them in the first place. Like, because that's a very real thing. Like, wanting power, like, seeing an opportunity to get these really powerful inventions and stuff like that and wanting it for yourself. That's a valid enough reason to be a villain. But at the same time, yeah, it just kind of felt out of left field when he says, all of a sudden, he's a villain now.
0: Yeah, there's situations where, you're, you're storytelling, and you're kind of leaving things open to the audience's interpretation. Uh, but also the way, I don't know, just the way it it played out made it, like you said, it, it felt like just it, it came out of left field. Like, it wasn't really an earned plot point.
1: Yeah, because we didn't really know much about the Holes, like, to begin with. Like, we heard about them bringing him up in the old Sav episode when he was first introduced, like, that was brought up but then all of a sudden we didn't really have much context to it other than that before that point all of a sudden oh they're the macguffin of the story now so yeah that was that's probably my biggest complaint about uh this finale and this kind of idea and i think though that overall yeah i enjoyed the show it was a worthy finale like so so there's
0: an uh there's an interesting note about the the like quote-unquote futuristic fighter plane that Came after him. Oh yeah. It is a uh an F-86D Sabre uh American fighter jet. Mm. So the the interesting thing thing about that is that they were produced around the nineteen I think nineteen forty nine is when they first existed, and then they were used around the nineteen fifties. Uh so it just kinda puts an interesting timeline yeah. on the show that the alternate alternate world is um, it's not necessarily a portal to Japan? Hmm. I guess just uh, the Japanese people are the ones that came through, like a couple of them, yeah, or something. Yeah, the Yufang,
1: as they refer to. Uh,
0: but I guess that means in this situation, Isao's either working with a American arms dealer or he's working with like the American government yeah, or something like that. Which something. would be that that would have been a really interesting plot point to delve into.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Um, I like the I like. Um, how they basically pointed out Isal's really no different from the air pilots. I mean, the air pirates, because he wants to basically terrorize people and take what's, uh, take what from other people, what really isn't his to begin with. I thought that was an interesting, uh, kind of parallel they drew. Um, and then I think that it was really cool, kind of going back to that, like, fighter jet with all the, like, the uh, proximity fuse missiles, which. What is the difference between a proximity fused missile and a heat-seeking missile? Are they pretty much the same thing? Is that just another term for? Well, them? those are
0: two different kinds of things because heat-seeking missiles are not. It's it's not about the explosion; it's about the targeting device. Hmm. Proximity missiles is about how the payload explodes. Right. So you can have a heat-seeking proximity missile if you hmm. if you, if you want.
1: I guess so, but anyway, Which is, that's what it seems like those were. Yeah. Because they would go towards the target and then they would explode once they um, detected the target. Being yeah, because the thing about
0: it being a proximity missile is just instead of being actually contacted with them, it could just explode near
1: them. Yeah, and that was um, that was a really cool little bit when uh, Chica and Kilie like figured out it's like wait it hit that random stone pillar. I have an I-, it's like I have an idea. So they cause him to like blow up like this huge statue, which causes him to basically like veer off and crash, which I thought was a really clever. Uh, little tactic we we talked about tactics earlier and that i thought was another really uh
0: yeah it's it's always tactic. cool um seeing chica and kilia work together because yeah. they're just such assholes to each other yeah all like, the time
1: and then but they're cor- so
0: like in sync
1: yeah exactly they're so in sync and Ch- chica and Kilier are both people who definitely don't want to admit to each other that they actually are good friends and like each other yeah because even when uh when they thought that Killier was dead. Uh, she was basically crying, basically calling out for her. <laughs> <laughs> and also, almost forgot battle pancakes. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody,
0: everybody gets their snack, yeah, except, every- except for um, what's her Emma blonde yeah, girl? Yeah, who looked like she was just praying. Yeah, she
1: was just praying. But uh, Chica had her curry udon, uh, the vending machine curry udon, and then uh, and then Kate had her hamburger. Rayona wasn't eating anything. I think she was just too focused on the mission. And Zara was drinking. Yeah, which is probably fine. <laughs> yeah, it's probably fine. Hey, I, Kila, yeah,
0: yeah, with her little mini pancakes. Yeah, her
1: little mini pancakes.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was. I don't. I mean, I don't think that's a good idea to be eating before flying. Yeah, immediately because, like, I know flying puts a lot of stress on your body. Yeah, because like the the forces, the g forces, and and such. Yep, no kidding. But, uh, th- then we got a little bit of an epilogue at the end that was just kind of like every character is like, I'm going to do this now. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to get married. And and then every- it was kind of just nice seeing everyone's like personal aspirations
1: and just kind of flying off into the sunset just like a western series oh yeah much.
0: soundtrack i also want to bring oh, that yeah. up in this episode the freaking
1: western yeah style when, music. when the
0: uh when the battle kicks in it's just like bow, bow,
1: bow. yeah it's, it's like just a had...
0: old, old western duel I, I love the aesthetic of this show it's yeah so
1: it's so like wild west com- yeah. meets like
0: steampunk kind of planes yeah
1: <laughs> yeah no kidding i i absolutely adore I that steampunk
0: but uh yeah just old school plans. yeah, yeah i really cool. i really
1: adore it. it's it was a it was a fun ride i i that's all i have to say about this show so next up mob psycho 102 so really quick i want to say that
0: this episode was really good yes still doesn't quite reach the level that episode 5 did <laughs>
1: that is very fair
0: I, I i mean i called that as soon as I, as soon as we learned that the uh the guy
1: was leaving for military service. I was like, well, it's gonna be hard to reach that level again. <laughs> that and, just... while seri- and while this and while this finale was very good and a very worthy finale for this sh- uh for this uh season or series in general, like I don't know if there's more source material actually after this. But anyway, it certainly was a worthy ending to this season. Like the animation and fight choreography and everything was just absolutely spot on.
0: Yeah, and there was a lot of interesting themes being brought back. Like, uh,
1: we see Mob actually, like, thoroughly getting into the fight and enjoying himself. Yeah, like, actually start laughing and smiling, and and I was actually, like, I was actually kind of just as shocked as Ritsu was, like, seeing that.
0: Yeah, because we've never seen that before, because he definitely, he always made it a point to never use your powers for bad reasons, and this, well, I mean, quote-unquote bad reasons, and in this moment, he was enjoying hurting someone with his powers.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and just him seeing, like, looking at Ritsu's just terrified face and then immediately thinking back to when he'd accidentally hurt Ritsu as a child. It's like, oh, God, that's—I actually love it when they just revisit, like, quick little things like that and, like—and just, again, help you just kind of realize, oh, yeah, this is kind of a recurring theme here without having to go into such big detail about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh— I really liked uh, I really liked uh, Mob's like little like bit to uh, to Suzuki saying so it wasn't luck really holding you back it was bonds you may not believe me but I really don't want to hurt you yeah him just crying
0: as yeah. he crushes him with two buildings yeah, it's yeah I'm ver-
1: sorry yeah it's very uh it's very Devil Man Crybaby pretty much because that's kind of how Akira Fudo works like he doesn't want to hurt people but he does
0: well it turns out that in the end. um... Well, he he eventually decided that he wanted to try and stop the explosion because when he realized that he's like, I have someone I need to confess my feelings to. Yeah. Um, what's her face? The girl. Um, Subomi. Subomi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then, uh, but I thought it was really sweet how before he realized that he's just like, well, you're gonna die. But I'm not going to let you die alone. alone. So he goes there to help him contain or probably contain the explosion. Yeah,
1: it was. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the fight first. Like how like Suzuki first goes into like a um, uh, like kind of starts to gradually increase his output. But then uh, Mob starts basically like twisting his hands and stuff around. Or- oh,
0: yeah. That was the point where uh, where Mob he realized like I, I I'm not strong enough to try and make you a better person. So, so he just tries to kill him, like yeah. all right, which is something we've never seen Mob do before.
1: Yeah, like it—it it felt like the uh, the closing scene of Akira, actually. That uh, that movie, if you haven't seen it yet, go and watch it. But it's—it was actually kind of disturbing, just all of a sudden to see like uh, Suzuki's hands just start to get like twisted yeah, around and, and contorted. Like, and then him turning into, like, a an actual energy monster. Yeah, with, was that the part where he
0: turned, like, big and buff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And then I love the Body Improvement Club fight! And he punches him. And then, yeah, like, and then his arm goes... <laughs> Yeah, there were so many cool things in this, uh, and you gotta love it whenever uh, whenever Mob goes into like a be shown in hero mode, like he gets like super handsome, yeah, super
0: gorgeous <laughs> yeah. eyes
1: and yeah. <laughs> hair and everything. <laughs> you gotta love it, which
0: that's definitely a really that was probably something that he thought of in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, when making the series because that's by having Mob look like such a boring, bland character with like these almost cartoony boring facial expressions it makes him pop out so much more when when he he, actually goes into anime mode yeah
1: no (laughs) kidding and i i absolutely adore that it's very similar like what they did with a saitama and one punch man yeah definitely yeah Uh, which again makes sense they're written by the same guy so uh i think my favorite plot point
0: in this episode was the simple thing of mob having the seeds in his pocket because going back it was just like a few episodes ago wasn't that like his payment. For yeah. a job.
1: Uh, something like that, yeah. Or like a bonus is yeah. like and Reagan's
0: giving them the seeds that he's has in his pocket this whole time. I think it was before the attack. Yeah, I think so. The city. And then it's just like unconsciously and, and that also goes back to like the
1: first episode. When he's like learning to control plant life and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So they
0: just combine that into this penultimate really serious moment where Mob subconsciously put all the energy from the explosion into the seeds <laughs> yeah
1: and it was and that was actually really hilarious too because if you go back in that scene you just see like all of a sudden this this strange green yeah shit, and then you're and at the time you're not really paying attention to it you're like oh that's cool that's
0: probably stylistic or
1: something yeah and then uh and then there's just so many like weird allusions to like what's going on like a mob walking through and it's like huh the ground here isn't made of concrete and then Reagan all getting ready to say what happened, but then mom falling <laughs> unconscious. It just kind of keeps building up to like, okay, what the hell happened? Yeah, to
0: this very dark, serious moment, and then they show you like from a from Reagan's office, just a fucking giant broccoli. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's like
0: taking over like multiple city blocks.
1: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh my god the this entire uh, this entire episode was just great, and then even. Uh, like it was just a nice resolution and kind of like closing of a character character arcs for a lot of different people like uh Suzuki like we finally figuring out what really pushed Suzuki kind of over the edge, really, was when his wife left him. That kind of quick little time lapse.
0: Yeah, that was a nice little thing to see. Yeah, it yeah. was.
1: It and it was just like a a minute and a half, maybe, and that's all you really needed. You just saw like the key details, which kind of pushed him over the edge, and that's what made Mob realize, wait, I have somebody I want to confess my feelings to as well, and that's what caused big broccoli stock, and then. When Suzuki's getting ready to get taken away, like, he kind of pictures Mob in his head, and Mob reaching out his hand, basically saying he wants to shake it. And then you just see him kind of, like, clench his hand like he wanted to shake his hand there. I thought that was a nice little bit of, like, uh, visual story. Yeah,
0: they they didn't try to excuse Suzuki's actions, but they I feel like they did a good job helping us kind of feel, uh, help help us kind of, like, sympathize for him a little bit yeah even though everything he did was still terrible yeah
1: it was and he was still a terrible human being, but yeah he was as it, mob put it was just a very lonely person,
0: yeah, and in the end, I think mob actually did get through to him with all the stuff that he did because he just ended up giving up and turned himself into the government, yep which exactly. i I don't see him trying to fight back anymore, really, I think he's probably done with everything
1: he might not even have any energy left, oh like, yeah to be true. honest,
0: mob like, might have taken all of his energy. And yeah. put it into the broccoli.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like his en- he'd used too much energy and started to go haywire, which was yeah. what was the big deal anyway why he was going to explode. Yeah, he might
0: just be a normal guy now.
1: Yeah, who knows? Uh, that's that's could be very well possible. Um and then we see a nice little closing moment with Serizawa. Yeah,
0: I love that closing moment. Just yeah. Serizawa is such a good boy who's misunderstood. Yeah, he, he he
1: needs a Reagan. <laughs> yeah, he needs a Reagan. I I think that it was for starters Serizawa cleans up very nicely. Yeah, he just looked like a very, like, responsible adult man. Once they cut off his fro. <laughs> and, yeah. Cut he off his just, fro
0: and shaved him, I think. Yeah.
1: And then you... I think it was funny, like, you see Dimple kind of looking around at the hair, and you see him, like, flying around with pieces <laughs> of it on his head. <laughs> and Dimple then, wants that swag. Yeah, and then him even looking... And then Serizawa even referring to Mob as a uh, Kageyama-senpai, which was... Which made Mob super nervous. Mob's as,
0: not the bottom of the chain anymore. Yeah,
1: and... But... And he was kind of nervous about the whole responsibility thing, but you could tell that he was kind of happy about it, too. Like, mm-hmm. he's growing up. He's... I I really hope this isn't the end of this series. Yeah, I
0: absolutely would love more.
1: Yeah, because... And if it is, this would be a great place to end it, because really, Claw seemed like the be-all, end-all, but...
0: Yeah, I knows? mean, I'd be fine if there wasn't even a lot of, like, fighting anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be fine with a Mob Psycho slice-of-life... Just seeing seeing uh, Mob grow more as a person.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Like, because this series has just done a really good job, and I absolutely adored this season, adored this finale. So next up
0: is The Rising of the Shield Hero.
1: Okay, first off, magical photoshopping. Oh my god. For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. illusion magic. You It's can attribute- magic, you can just... You just wave it
0: around, and it, it works. Alright, like, they don't have to explain it, really. And... Like,
1: I mean, but at the same time, like, and okay, Illusion Magic, I'm sure exists, so fine, I can guarantee it. But it but at just first blush, I was just like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake, really? <Yeah. laughs> just like, really? This is the route we're gonna go on, go down? That's so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> so I, I already liked this opening more than the last one, and I only saw it, like, twice. Yeah. So, uh... I just like I love the well the music for one, but the visuals I think are also a lot better.
1: Oh yeah, like you see like the one part in the opening where you see like now Fumi using his airstrike shield to try and hold something up, but then like you see like the uh, everyone else in his party also like kind of helping him like mm-hmm. hold it up and the shield gets stronger. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a really cool like visual metaphor. It it was really cool. And just
0: all the all the like action shots, like seeing um Uh, raftalia jump over him and slash and and then uh, philo with her punchy gloves
1: yay philo punchy gloves
0: (laughs) uh yeah it's just a it's just a better directed opening in my opinion
1: yeah the first opening definitely just felt more like okay here's a few character shots here's a um here's like naofumi and rage shield moment stuff like that um i will say that in spite of, even in spite of the magical photoshopping, which I thought was kind of stupid, I will say, like, the, uh, the aftermath of that, like, kind of showing, like, like, showing the soldiers, like, kind of presenting it to people, like, seeing, like, public resentment start to grow, like, and stuff like that, even, like, without any dialogue and just seeing, like, a uh, Raftalia, like, investigating it and stuff, I thought that was actually pretty cool, pretty well handled. It didn't spell it out for you. You just kind of saw, like through animation and stuff, what was going yeah. on.
0: I-, I thought the magical Photoshop was fine. Th- the, the goofy part about, it, I think, it w- a goofy part about it, I think, was uh, their faces.
1: Yeah, how they made them like all super. Evil. <laughs> they look like Dio. <laughs> they
0: look like old school, like season one Dio faces.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Now that you, now that you mentioned it, you're totally right. Yeah, they just had like the same
0: exact eyes and everything. <laughs> Uh, but I guess they're headed towards
1: Siltfelds, not Shield Freedom, like I thought they were yeah. going to go to, because Siltfeld, if I remember correctly, was the more uh, demi-human supremacist uh, place, not just the uh, not where they were more tolerant of humans, if I'm remembering that correctly, right?
0: I think so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the reason they're going is because. The kingdom is making it seem like they don't want them to go there. Yeah, like more guards towards the silt belt. Also,
1: just yeah, the extra security considering the whole oh they don't really like regular humans. Even now, Fumi said we're going for extra security, and I think that was actually a pretty cool way of uh, saying okay, this is where we're gonna go now. I I like that. Yeah, I. So so when they got caught up,
0: when uh, when everyone catches up with them, uh, I really want to give. I keep wanting to give Motoyasu credit and the, the the benefit of the doubt that he's just an idiot.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: everything he does just makes me hate him more.
1: Yeah, like
0: how he's just being like a
1: creeper yeah. on Philo. I had the like, Royal oh, yeah. Alchemist, I had the Royal Alchemist make this so you could be a little angel forever. Oh god. Like and you could even and you even saw him like walking up all creepy like yeah. So, yeah. Like, like they
0: definitely pointing out that he's just a creep.
1: Yeah, like ugh, <laughs> I I absolutely hate Motiasu. Like, I hate him about as much as I hate mine at this point. I I wouldn't put
0: him quite up that high. He's... My hate for him is on, like, a normal level. Yeah. My hate for mine is, like, I want to throw her into an incinerator and also put angry bees in the incinerator, but the angry bees are immune to fire. (laughs) So she's being incinerated and stung
1: by angry mutant fire bees. (laughs) (laughs) That's my level of hate for mine. Okay. Yeah, and... I think we talked a little bit about this, like after we finished this episode, like seriously, how can people still trust her? It seems like, it seems like she's going well out of her way at this point to prove what a fucking sociopathic bitch she is. And yet people
0: still believe her. Well, the thing with royalty is like, even if you don't necessarily believe the person, you kind of got to look like you do believe them. Yeah. At least, at least in the case of uh, like the foot soldiers, Mm -hmm. because it's, and, and then you also kind of, like, have a little bit of preference towards them, because you grew up, you know, seeing them as these figures. Maybe. So it's a, it's a, it's really easy to not believe her as an audience member, and I think a lot of her little, like, um, asshole-ish expressions are probably something only we see, yeah. or Nafumi sees, and the soldiers don't really see
1: that. Yeah, probably. I mean, and that's that's all well and good, but still it does get a little bit... I guess it's getting a little repetitive at this point is my big problem with it. It's yeah, like, we get it. You're evil. Get, <laughs> it's like, we get it. You're you're comically evil. Kind of going back to the whole, like, Dio face thing. She's basically just Dio. She is comically evil at yeah. this point. I,
0: I think it makes a good, um, a good plot point because it puts Nafumi in this weird political bind where he's trying to help people survive, but also he has to deal with this person without overthrowing the entire kingdom.
1: Yeah, like... Because even she is, like, pointing out, like, all these, like, things, like, basically things that he had done that were good, like, uh, like, giving medicine to people, like, kind of helping them with their problems made, uh, made people, it's like, oh, these heretics that have suddenly worshipped, that have started worshipping the, the shield have popped up over the past couple months. And he's referred to himself as the savior of the heavenly fowl, which he never did. Uh, everybody else started calling him that yeah
0: context is very important and yeah. she is definitely throwing all of it out the window
1: yeah absolutely and i will say that i do appreciate that ren at least is hesitant of her at this point like yeah ren
0: seems like the most intelligent one yeah for sure because yeah. um yeah Eats Itz- is that the archer's name yeah it's yeah he's he's still kind of he's like in the middle yeah and uh motoyasu is just a fucking moron he's out there on the side
1: yeah and yeah and,
0: and uh we see that nafumi kind of trusts ren a little bit yeah i
1: actually thought that was kind of funny because he's like ren i trust that you'll be able to figure out what's really going on here <laughs> and i imagine, him partly he was thinking fuck you itski you don't matter <laughs> it's yeah. like get the fuck out of here <laughs> and, he's,
0: he's, ren's definitely the one i think he's had the most meaningful interactions with
1: yeah Exactly. And kind of made, and it's kind of made Ren start to question some of his decisions. Like the whole, I think after realizing the whole dragon thing, like even though he'd slayed the dragon what the aftermath of it, like it all of a sudden there being a plague because of what he did kind of made him start to question what he was doing. Yeah. So I like there was like, there was like a little bit of shock and kind of regret, I think, in that. So it makes him start to, yeah, trust now Fumi a little bit yeah. more.
0: Uh, we, we also got to see a little bit more of their new equipment. Uh, we got to see Philo launch, uh, Modayasu with her power punchy gloves.
1: I was hoping she'd punch him in the dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe she did. No, she punched him in the stomach. Was it? Oh, it, yeah. Right. It was yeah, the yeah. stomach. And he went flying, which, yeah. thank God, he deserved it for being a creeper.
0: Uh, and then the, the mana that I didn't expect to do to do what it did yeah it was just a sword designed to drain people's mana away which
1: i guess if beings have like incorporeal forms that would mean that they're probably just beings made out of pure yeah, mana so true. like
0: I, I, I was a little surprised when she's just like like teleports behind you you're already did yeah <laughs> and, or nothing personal kid and stabs her i was like oh my god
1: that yeah that was actually really cool I and thought,
0: i thought she just actually stabbed her for a second, but
1: no, as um, uh, I, yeah, it was just meant to sever her mana, which I thought was really clever in Naofumi's part, and yeah, probably hers as well. I also like the uh, like the kind of like angles, like kind of uh, indicating what Fumi's plan was, like uh, when he was talking to Ren, basically trying to reason with him. Like you see him like kind of look off to the side, and then the camera points off to like this path that's just kind of going off. It's thinking, okay, we're gonna take that and just and actually seeing a little bit of uh, melty like using her magic which
0: oh yeah I, her water magic
1: which i find it weird that a uh, water mage is named melty and then her uh, older sister uses fire magic you'd kind of think it'd be the other way around
0: i mean water melts things
1: that are soluble i get it <laughs> i don't know but anyway <laughs> that's that's not my point the point being that uh, wait no
0: her name is her sister's name is mine
1: which signifies that she's very greedy and wants everything for herself. Well, her real name is Malty. Well, then why do they call her mine? I, because that's what she prefers. That was like her quote-unquote adventurer name. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's actually Princess Malty.
0: Well, I think mine fits her better. Yeah. Because she's a greedy bitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: she right. just set a village on fire,
1: I guess. Which, I assume she's going to try to make it look like now Fumi's rage shield did that. Like, yeah. I'm almost guaranteed. Probably. Like, oh, her-
0: no, he, he burned a village down so he could get away from us.
1: Yeah, her plans are not subtle at this point. Like, seriously. Yeah, she was like... Uh, what are you doing? Are you going to kill the the crown princess who's like, it can't be helped. She's with
0: Nowfumi, so she has to
1: die. Yeah, the whole, like, she was basically trying to prove, like, say, oh, everybody who's been, like, anytime he's talked with somebody he's got this brainwashing shield basically. Oh my to. god. Like, I mean, which, you know, considering the wide variety of abilities that Nowfumi has could make some degree of sense. I-
0: I'm curious if they can see each other's HUDs or mm. see each other's skills.
1: Yeah. Because if they could, he could be like, uh, here, look at my skills. I don't have a brainwashing shield, huh? I don't know. I don't imagine they yeah, can. Like, not. unless they're part of a party, maybe. Which, Which I that'll probably happen eventually. Yeah, I was this. Uh, how long is the show? Twenty four. Uh, I believe it's twenty four, twenty five episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Two cores. Yup. Uh, yeah, I'm liking. I'm liking this. Uh, this second season so far, it's set, shaping up to be pretty good. Mine is still setting up to be a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Now the old shows are out of the way. On to the new shows. Starting up, Demon Slayer. I I'm intrigued by this show. Like, yeah,
0: me too. It, it was the the only complaint I have is the uh, the monologuing. Yeah, there was fr- from the from the swordsman character.
1: Yeah, there there was kind of or
0: not monologuing. Uh,
1: um, yeah, it was inner monologuing. Yeah, inner monologuing. Yeah, yeah, it Exposition. was sort of. Yeah, it was kind of awkward and very bizarrely handled. Like in some places, like. And then there were also some really weird things like the main character just happens to have a really good sense of smell which okay fine that's that's all right because it fits like it's a unique ability that he has i don't have a problem with that it's just like oh oh okay that's interesting really bizarre thing to point out but Why? yeah i don't know like just like the whole idea it's like you don't, it's not something you really expect, I think, out of a fantasy story. Like, usually it's like, oh, you'd expect people to have a really good sense of hearing or a good sense of sight. It's very it's... rare that you think that somebody has an incredible sense of smell. I don't see anything bad about that. Oh, it's nothing bad. I'm just pointing out it's interesting. Yeah, okay. is, oh, it's a little bizarre. It's not bad, but it is kind of bizarre, I guess, yeah, is what so I'm getting at.
0: So I had to go back uh, a few times and, like, double check how many siblings he actually had. He has six, doesn't he? Uh, five. Five so, other siblings, include- and then himself, and then his mom. So I, I was like, I thought his mom was his sister mm. at one point. <laughs> and then I realized his sister was the one carrying the youngest
1: one uh, which, just before he left. Who was cleverly named Rokuto, by the way. Yeah. Uh, which, I think, <laughs> Roku means six, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait. Yeah. Yeah, Roku. Yeah, Wait. because Go is five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that uh, it is interesting because uh, yeah, he has. There are six children in his family, which, given the time period that this kind of takes place in, that makes a degree of sense because you want to have as many children as possible so that they might actually survive.
0: Yeah, we didn't. We don't really know how the dad died, but uh, or. They even if he, he is
1: dead, yeah, they said he passed away. oh, that's right, they did yeah, he's like, probably has been let, sad ever since he passed away. let's be honest, he's probably a demon. he's probably the demon that killed his family, ah, uh,
0: maybe like, just I, I don't think so I think it's just going to be a a non plot point uh
1: maybe I think that uh but they had but they did make an interesting uh, thing to point out that if a demon if a demon is hungry enough, they'll go after anybody, even their own family, which, yeah, but he
0: wasn't around
1: well. I'm saying that it that's something that happened off screen. So we I don't think know.
0: the I think the reason he said that is if, if the demon just happens to be near their family, like I don't think that necessarily means he's gonna go out of their way to go after his own family.
1: Maybe, but it's just like
0: any port in a storm.
1: I guess whatever works. But I guess it I guess if that is actually the direction they plan on going, I'm gonna be able to say called it once again. <laughs>
0: So uh, Tanjiro seems like a very good boy.
1: Yeah, Tanjiro does he seem like... He just goes
0: a... into town and he's like, every loves him because he because he helps him with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel too ham-fisted, in my opinion. He just seems like a very hardworking guy. Yeah,
1: he's just guy. a... He he reminds me a lot of Deku. He's very earnest. Yeah. And, very, and he's voiced by the same guy, isn't he? It sounds like... It sounds kind of similar to Deku's voice actor, doesn't it?
0: Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's not Deku? Um, okay. Oh, God, I forget what his name is, but he voiced... Uh, blonde guy that got raped a lot in happy sugar life.
1: Oh god. Oh my god. Okay, so that's some um, uh Kosei Arima's voice actor. Uh but also because Arima had the same voice actor as uh crap. I actually don't remember Play <laughs> like Connect the Chains. Anyway, yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's not uh it's not Deku's voice actor. I don't think. Yeah,
1: okay. So I think that that was uh I think that his voice actor actually pretty much nailed it here as well, because, and I actually loved the scene when he was basically just throwing rocks at the uh, at the samurai guy or whatever. Oh, that
0: was really clever. Yeah. How he uh, almost
1: beat him, kind of. Yeah. And he, Not really, probably. <laughs> he basically, like, Castlevaniaed his yeah. axe into the air.
0: <laughs> Which, that goes to show, like, how skilled he is mm-hmm. by just, I mean, maybe it was luck. Yeah. But just getting an axe to specifically land right where his face would be.
1: Yeah. That was pretty it. clever. Yeah, I, I thought that was really clever. Um the CG in this was a little bit awkward, a little bit janky in some points, which at least for UFOtable or UFO table. They, they
0: very rarely used it. I think yeah. I I think oh, yeah. like, I noticed it once when they were walking through the woods, I think.
1: Alright. Yeah, no, that's that is true. I will say this though. Hell of an opening, actually, for this series. Also UFO table. UFO table, I know. <laughs> it's a force of habit.
0: The yeah, point. the opening looked so kick-ass, like, the effects of the, the like sword slashes and stuff. Yeah. It was, like, um, like, uh, old canvas, like, Chinese paintings. Oh, yeah.
1: Like. Oh, I wasn't talking about the OP. I was talking about, like, the opening, like, to the series, oh. like, where he's, like, walking through the woods, oh, okay, and that yeah. kind of, like, that sort of, like, the swaying camera angles, like, kind of making him, like, just kind of capturing that sense of disori- how disoriented he was. Uh, he noticed that he's got a really, like, uh, noticeable scar on his face, but that's not really explained yet, how he got that it. That might have something to do with his dad. Probably. It might have mm-hmm. something to do with his dad. Maybe his
0: dad saved him or something. Uh,
1: maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I Point being, I'm looking forward to this series. Like, it's an... I'm intrigued. Like, we'll see how yeah. this... We'll get, definitely give this a few more episodes, but... I'm I'm curious about what the bamboo thing is mm-hmm. in uh, Nezuko's
0: mouth. I'm uh, pretty
1: sure it's just to make sure that she doesn't bite people.
0: Uh, well, I think it's... Uh... It, it doesn't look like she's gagged or anything. It mm. just looks like it's being held up to her mouth. So I think
1: it's like herbs, like an herb mixture to stop demon mode or something. Maybe. And you think that it, you think that it's kind of like the uh, the collars in Covenary of the Iron Fortress. Yeah, it's
0: like to to stop them from becoming monsters, pretty much. Yeah,
1: basically, sort of like keeping their uh, impulses in check. Yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah,
0: and I'm assuming that uh, the the mysterious swordsman guy probably gave it to him.
1: Yeah, the demon core member. Yeah, I I, I definitely
0: see. Unless it takes a dive in the next few episodes, I've definitely seen myself sticking with this show.
1: Yeah, same.
0: So, next up is uh, Fruits Basket, uh 2019 version,
1: because yeah. uh, they remade it. Yep, and the first, the original series came out in, like, what, 2001? Uh, yeah. Okay, it was. yeah, 2001, something something like that, if we're wrong, uh, be sure. Or, am
0: I in 2011? Yeah, it, no. it, it
1: was a long time ago. yeah it was longer than it was longer than 8 years ago man but anyway if we're wrong which i'm i'm sure we are be sure to let us know in the yeah. comments uh, so i i'm very conflicted
0: about talking about the show on the podcast because it's a show that doubtless i think a lot of people have already seen mm-hmm. and they already know everything that's going to happen uh and uh we're both we we know the, con, the the basic concept of the of the show but we've never seen it before
1: yeah exactly
0: um but that aside, I think this—I I don't know if it's better than the original first episode, but I think this first episode was absolutely fantastic.
1: Uh, I—I I remember like a little bit of the first episode when I like when I saw it like some years ago. I remember a couple things. Like, uh, for one, the art style has a severe upgrade. Oh, it's yeah. sort of like compar- <laughs> it's sort of like comparing like Canon season like se- in two thousand one to Canon two thousand six. I- like- I'd
0: say art quality
1: because yeah, they yeah. definitely
0: kept the same art style. Okay,
1: yeah, the quality has much improved yeah. here. <laughs> uh, and I remember the other thing, the. Uh, the Yuki fan club being much more annoying in the original. Like, Oh yeah. They were, they even... already
0: seemed like just raging bitches in this one. Well, yeah,
1: they were even worse in the original. Wow. They were, they were more obnoxious. They were basically like a fucking cheer squad <laughs> and it was fucking re- a- annoying to deal with. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, I don't really remember much from the first episode because I didn't really watch most of yeah. it. Most of it. Cause I wasn't interested at the time.
0: Yeah, but the, the, this episode had uh, it, it set off to a really kind of uh, sympathetic character in Toru. Mm-hmm. How she's just working really hard, and and her mom's dead, and her dad's dead, and, and her grandpa didn't really want to. He didn't want to leave her on the streets. So as soon as she like agreed that, oh yeah, I have a place to stay, mm-hmm. like uh, of course, and and she didn't want to impose on anybody. So she's just trying her best to live in a tent. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she's going to school and working and like paying for all of her own stuff it, yeah she, she's, she's just such a good girl yeah seems she's a, like
1: she's a very good girl she she deserves all the head pats for being a good girl <laughs> i i loved it like that little moment when she was like uh, just like rushing around like a restaurant that she works just cleaning up everything and just the other like older ladies who work there are just kind of sitting there it's like well this makes our job easier yeah. <laughs> but, uh, i liked
0: her friends too. Oh, yeah they, they seemed a little eccentric but uh pretty you know good people
1: one is like a total raging delinquent like like they're... i don't know about raging delinquent but oh, she definitely looks like it like she, a... she certainly looks the part like kind of blo- like tall blonde hair yeah, very aggressive like a, like a gyaru yeah uh, looks appearance. very kind of aggressive looking and sort of like a basically tells teachers to piss off
0: yeah
1: so yeah she's pretty much like the stare stereoty- or at least she's giving off the impression that she's a stereotypical delinquent chick and her other friend is just like this uh like I don't really know how to describe her. She She's seems of like, quiet. Yeah, that kind of quiet, sort of very bizarre friend who's just yeah, like... They're,
0: they're all very um, strange people, and that's kind of how they became friends, probably.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I don't know. Toru seems like a, for the most part, normal person. Well, there's always
0: the normal person.
1: Surrounded by in, a bunch that of weirdos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, about as normal as somebody who would just be totally okay living in a tent would be, I guess. Yeah, but the the two boys we've met so far uh yuki and his cousin shigure shigeru shigure oh it is shigure okay yeah Yeah, shigure they were both interesting i thought it was funny like how when uh when she said that she was living in a tent shigure just starts laughing (laughs) yeah it's his
0: first response (laughs) you're a hobo
1: it's like (laughs) i was like I started laughing. I'm like, wow. That's what a ass- dick move. It's like, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I...
0: Then we th- get the, uh, the parental, like, premise of the show of when she, like, touches them and they all turn into animals, which I'm assuming that's the ability, is when they get touched by women, they turn into their Zodiac animal form. Yeah,
1: exactly. And interesting thing about the whole Zodiac thing, like, the, the Zodiac animal, the cat. The unknown cat animal in the Zodiac, because... The rat was an asshole and convinced the cat that it was happening a different day. Yeah, fuck the rat. Yeah, the rat's an asshole. I mean, unless you're talking about Junie Tyson, in which the rat's really the only good person, kind of. And... Monkey? Oh, well, yeah.
0: But yeah, let's not talk about that. Junie Tyson's good. Go watch it. All
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: yeah, good yeah, first this, episode. This
0: looks, uh, this looks good. If you guys want to hear us talk about it more, go ahead and let us know. We'll probably keep talking about it for now, anyways. Yeah, but because it, but it, if we get a lot of people saying that, like uh, it's,
1: they've already seen it, and there's no point. Like, and I've heard that there are. This is supposed to more closely follow the original source material because the, was, was this fruit basket, fruits basket brotherhood? Pretty much is what I've heard. So <laughs> I don't know at which point the divergences start happening, but and they even ignored they even said like in the, um... like in like the outro, like it said fruits basket, the title screen, it said first basket, first season. So mm-hmm. I imagine this is going to go on for possibly a while. So let's hope so. Looks good. So next up, Hitori Bochi, awkward, an awkward teenage girl that doesn't make me ridiculously cringy to look at.
0: Yeah, the, like, the official title uh, that has been translated is Hitori Bochi's Lifestyle, which I remember, like, I think we, I think the title we picked for our preview was The Life of Being Alone.
1: Yeah, I think it was the direct
0: translation, <laughs> which I think that might be um, a play on her name. Yeah, I think or, so, or something like that.
1: But yeah, I uh, I really liked this first episode here. Like it, it once again kind of going back to Fruits Basket a little bit. It sort of created a little bit of a sympathetic character. Like she's very young. She's only had the one friend, and she's an incredibly socially awkward person.
0: Yeah, she's like worse than Subaru from yeah. uh, My Roommate Is a Cat.
1: Yeah, which I, last season I was like, "Wow, I thought that was bad. I thought Subaru was bad." Well, I mean, Subaru's a grown and Subaru's a grown adult, and yeah, this is like yes, uh, this yeah. is a sixth grader, so yeah. <laughs> it's just, she's so bad that when she tries to do interruptions, interrupt introductions in class, she's just like. <laughs> yeah uh, i thought it was also kind of funny how she tried to sabotage how she tried to sabotage people like going like into class she uh it said class one has been abolished or whatever and people yeah. just kind of shake it off and they were like oh it, this it, looks like it's gonna it be, made everyone closer it's like this is gonna it's like oh this is gonna be a fun class which if you would think that you could honestly just say yeah that was me i actually made that like it would have been a great way for her to kind of break the ice yeah but then
0: she risks uh them knowing she defaced the class and there's going to be backlash <laughs> and then everyone's going to hate her and blah 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 that's the mind of a socially awkward uh anxious person. No, I know the
1: uh the like I get it like but the uh like, just from an outsider's perspective, yeah, you yeah. kind of recognize, like, oh, hey, people actually clearly were about it, and they thought it was hilarious, so that would have been a good way to break the ice, but the degree of mental gymnastics that she's capable of <laughs> is actually really funny. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's like, oh, that girl seems, pre- seems not shy. I'm not going to reach out yeah, to her.
0: Whatever that, reason, she can convince herself yeah, not to talk to people. Yeah,
1: that girl, seem, that girl seems about as shy as I am. I don't see a point in reaching out to <laughs> her. <yeah. laughs> Um, I like her friend, uh, Naho? Or Nako? Nako? Yeah, Nako, Nako. Yeah. She, I, I think she's great.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's very wholesome how she kind of slowly becomes, uh, friends with Nako. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, she doesn't actually even think they're friends. Yeah. Until the end of the episode, because she's like, I need us, I need you to ver- verbally tell me that we are friends, and that's okay to be friends. It's like, ah, <laughs> you, you precious little bean.
1: Yeah, and... Yeah, Nako is, like, just cool. Kind of another, like, sort of, a uh, kind of tough girl delinquent and type. Sarcastic. Yeah, I... And it's cool that she already made one friend in the first episode. Like, Yeah, I
0: think that's gonna be the premise of the show, is just her slowly making friends with everybody in class.
1: Yeah, and I don't... Like, I think the, uh... Like, is she supposed to be, like, close friends with everybody in the class? Or is she just supposed to be sort of, like, friend... Or at least on good terms with everybody in the class? We don't really know, like, the specific agreements...
0: Well, I think it's to be friends with everyone in the class, and then she's probably going to be close friends with like the the four other or three other girls we see yeah. in the opening. Yeah, I think those so. those are probably going to be the main. The main friend group, people that are gonna, the skits are gonna be written around because it's like it's it's a it seems like a very wholesome uh, comedy show. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, kind of like uh Hinamatsuri. Yeah, Hina sort of
1: I don't think it's gonna be as funny as Hinamatsuri. No, no, thing. yeah, but but, but yeah, uh, it
0: looks it looks good. The first episode was fun.
1: Yeah, it was it was a cute little it was a cute little um adventure into the mind of a socially awkward child. Lines I didn't expect to say today. <laughs> <laughs> so next up
0: is uh, Joshi Kousei yeah
1: Is Joshi it's joshi joshi yeah because joshi means girl Donchi means guy roughly yeah, joshi kousei but uh this uh it, it, it the episode pretty much just one long skit yeah
0: it's another one of the uh it's, it's one of the short form shows that we we checked out this week
1: uh but it it was a funny it was a funny it skit. was a funny yeah it was a funny skit yeah uh I and this is the this is the series by the by which is silent. So yeah, no dialogue. Yeah, and it was
0: people going like eh, eh, and laughing and making noises and and like
1: and like all the different like sound effects. Like the whole thing about it was just this girl's thick thighs, pretty much. Yeah. Like and like how like they how they basically made like boing sound effects anytime.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming that the train the guy on the train was like, oh no, I feel like she's being like physically abused either physically the-
1: or either physically abused or thought there was something illicit going on because uh. she had a sc- <laughs> because she had like a handprint on her ass pretty much uh, or on close her, to her on ass. Her
0: leg. yeah and it just, it just all boiled down to a mosquito flew by and she slapped her thigh because the mosquito flew by.
1: Yeah. Which I want to just point out, that was a really weirdly integrated mosquito. It looked like it really didn't belong. Like it a, it was, like... Yeah, it was like weirdly CG on another layer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't just me. That was okay. kind of like the golden comedy we bear. Yeah. It, it looked, it was very strange. It, it was just very strange, but yeah,
0: th- this, I don't know. Uh, like the, the skit itself kind of seemed a little like trashy. Mm. Like, because it was like a girl laying in a very promiscuous position in a desk. Although, uh, kudos to them for not showing a panty shot. Yeah. Because I I feel like most studios would show a panty shot right there. Yeah, I think,
1: and I think that was kind of, I think that was kind of the point because like, uh, like she, she was just basically just trying to be comfortable. Like, and uh, like you even see like one of her friends kind of just like go in and trying to like get her to like, (laughs) and just trying to get her to like, uh, not have her skirt up so high or anything like that. So I think the show is very aware of that, So, which I think is pretty funny.
0: I think we need a gif of her just going like, clack, 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 clack,
1: clack, clack. With her <laughs> I'm thighs. pretty sure it's <laughs> gotta be a thing.
0: Yeah. It has to be. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely interested in seeing what kind of skits they can make with a silent show.
1: Yeah, with a silent show. the like uh, I imagine there are only going to be like three, maybe three to five minute episodes max. I think it was ten, including no. the opening and ending. No, I'm pretty sure this one was only like three, three four minutes. Was it? Yeah, uh, the next show we were talking about was about ten minutes. Oh, uh, okay. So, that's an interesting segue onto our next show. Uh, Senryu Girl. Once again, another kind of wholesome little short-form comedy uh, show.
0: I'm immediately in love with the uh, the adorably simple art style. They yeah. Have going on. Yeah, it's like... Just, it, I I. Everyone has kind of like vibrant little personality appearances about them. Yeah. Like, um... uh just uh nanako she looks very like she just looks like a quiet girl yeah uh, and she doesn't talk and then uh, Busujima just
1: looks like a badass yeah he looks delinquent. like a stereotypical delinquent character and uh
0: and the the interesting thing is those characters have very opposite appearances of what they actually are like yeah because uh nanako she looks like a very quiet sophisticated intelligent girl and she writes in, uh, she, she can only, uh, communicate in her senryu poetry or haikus. Yeah. Uh, because all the words get jumbled up in her head and she can't talk, I guess. Yeah, which uh, I think so, is kind of funny. So you'd think that she'd be like a, a very intelligent girl, but she's just an absolute goof Stupid airhead.
1: Yeah, she's a goof That happens to write in haikus. Mm-hmm. And then Busujima just, he's, yeah, he's a kind of a tough badass who gets into fights and stuff on occasion, but, uh. But really... Well, he doesn't get in fights. The fighting thing was in his past.
0: Yeah. That's what he's trying to get away from. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, he's... He looks all badass and scary, but he's just like a very happy goofball kind of character on the inside. Yeah, and
1: he just he just wants to write poetry. I yeah. thought that was kind of <laughs> hilarious after he'd, like, beaten the crap out of some guy. He just spoke in a haiku, I think, by accident. Yeah, it was. And he's
0: like, "Oh, it felt so good. And that and then, was my backstory. Yeah,
1: and that's all we needed to see. And they're like, okay, I, I like this character already. Um, and then his just, uh, like, and it's like, just remember, just to smile and be friendly. And he looks like a fucking demon. Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm
0: Busujima. nice to meet you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, much like with, a uh, Joshi Kousei, there's not a whole lot to say about this show. It's a, it's a short form, kind of just like skit, like kind of really quick skits sort yeah. of deal. I, I,
0: i for very much for seeing myself just continuing to watch this over. Oh, absolutely. Of season. Like just I, as cute and wholesome and yeah. uh like the end scene where uh he was like that's what something a girl would say
1: to a guy who likes him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like pop, pop 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 beating on his back. It was, just, it was really <laughs> adorable. <laughs> I yeah, I adore this show so far. Um we're having a pretty good opening week, I think, for the season. Yeah, it was very wrong yeah it was it was kind of slow paced it was a but uh, it was an enjoyable like we we're just slowly getting lulled into the season it's yeah, a very i
0: wasn't disappointed in anything this week yeah for sure
1: but uh who knows we've still got a few weeks before we finally make our decision on what we're actually going to be talking about for the rest of the season yeah so.
0: and uh like a lot of more i think I'll like five or six more shows are coming out next week
1: yeah i think so so next week's gonna be a little bit more busy
0: yeah, because we're gonna be talking about all the new stuff. Although, like we said before, we're not gonna be talking about the short form shows anymore. Yeah, uh, we'll probably bring them up in like the mid season review again to let you guys know if they're any good or not. If if anyone's not watching it or blah 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 blah. So uh, it, yeah, if there's anything that we missed that you think we should be watching this season, uh, go ahead and let us know in the comments below. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, new new season. New Hooray! season, everybody. Spring Woo! 2019. Pew, 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 pew. I, I, I'm surprised we didn't say winter 2019 at all this yeah. episode.
1: I accidentally said 2018. Oh, yeah. There you go. That, that yeah. was the one So thing. that was my flub. <laughs> so, yeah, we're starting off great. We're starting off strong, everybody. Anyway, so that's going to be it for this week of the Time Seek Anime Podcast. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah. Till then, New take shows. care of yourselves. Anchor away. Bye. Bye.